coming up on today's podcast. This is a doctrine that has given the foundation or the platform for almost 2,000 years to every negative thing that has happened to the Jewish people. Charisma Podcast Network presents Pastor Larry Huck as he reveals God's prophetic plan for Israel, the Jews and Christians, and shares the historic, biblical, and spiritual reasons for standing with Israel. Now, here's Larry Huck. Father, bless us today. We give you praise and glory and honor. We give you all of our love because you first loved us. And Father, not only do you love us so much that you sent Jesus to pay the price so we can make heaven our home, but Jesus shed his blood seven different times that we can say with assurity and with firmness, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Father, bring miracles to families this during these holidays. Bring healings of bodies and finances and homes and children and grandchildren. Father, we declare that this season of thanksgiving this season of christmas this season of going into a new year next there's going to be the best breakthrough that we've had in every area of our lives and we give you all the praise and all the glory in jesus mighty name and all god's people said amen Amen. hallelujah give the lord a clap offering as you're seated 80 years ago today there was a launching in germany Uh, of attacks against the Jewish people in Germany and in Austria. That was called Kristallnacht. And that was the official beginning of the Holocaust. The governments, both local and statewide, called for the, the German and Austrian citizens to begin to attack Jewish people. First, boycott their businesses. Anyone who is Jewish, we must boycott their business and make them go bankrupt. And that went from boycotting immediately into smashing all Jewish business stores, their windows, stealing everything they had. And that, that went within a few hours to burning synagogues and burning Jewish schools. And that went into arresting Jews and beginning of the Holocaust and the, and the concentration camps. We are hearing governments today in America and all through Europe calling for that same thing to happen to boycott all businesses coming out of Israel. Now, I'm proud to say that that this church hosted a rally a couple years ago to stand against BDS. And what that is, is there are people in our universities, there are people in our media, there's people in our government and all across the world that are calling for a new type of crystal knock, a new type of let's bankrupt the Jewish people. BDS is nothing more than modern anti-Semitism. Now, why is that important to us as Christians? Because God says very directly concerning Israel and the Jewish people, I will bless those who bless you, and I will curse those who curse you. Two weeks ago, there was a rally 
of 100,000 protesters in Germany calling for the destruction of Israel. We see this happening literally all over the world. Anti-Semitism, being against the Jewish people, being against the nation of Israel, anti-Semitism is stronger today in 2018 than it was in 1938 when Hitler began the Holocaust. In 2017, anti-Semitic acts of violence were up in America 57% over what they were in 2016. And sadly, one of the reasons why it is still alive today is because churches continue to teach false doctrine concerning Israel, concerning the Jews, concerning the church, and this is a doctrine that has given the foundation or the platform for almost 2,000 years to every negative thing that has happened to the Jewish people. These teachings that the church put out against the Jewish people, against the nation of Israel, these teachings brought us into what history calls the Dark Ages. And in the Dark Ages, so many terrible things happen, both physically and spiritually. The reason why is because God means what he says, and he says what it means. If we curse Israel and the Jewish people, Almighty God will curse us. If we bless and stand with Israel, Almighty God will bless and stand with us. Let me give you just a little bit of history. We did this a couple weeks ago on where did the teaching of anti-Semitism began. began with the Gentiles who became the church leaders. Now, a hundred million Christians every year are still taught replacement theology. You will not find replacement theology anywhere in the Bible. As a matter of fact, Paul, the apostle to the Gentiles, warns in the book of Romans chapter 10 and chapter 11, he warns us. He said, be careful. Don't you get caught up in pride. Don't you get heady because God is not finished with the Jewish people. As a matter of fact, he says, you need to remember as Gentiles that you are grafted into them. They are not grafted into you. They are the root of our religion. The founding fathers of America built this nation as a Judeo-Christian nation. Because we had so many people coming to America from all parts of the world, they were close to making Hebrew the official language of America. They were going to make our national seal the parting of the Red Sea. As God brought the Jews out of the bondage of Pharaoh, God was bringing us out of the bondage of Europe and, and the tyranny of the official church in Spain and England and all across Europe. The Spanish Inquisition, which murdered hundreds and hundreds of thousands of Jews in the name of Jesus, burned them at the stakes, forced them to convert, stole their properties. This was a combination of government and church. You go to the Portugal Inquisition, it's the same thing. 
You go to the Holocaust. How did Hitler convince millions of people that the Jewish people are the enemy? He used the foundation of the teachings of the early church fathers. Ignatius, the bishop of Antioch, said, Let us therefore no longer keep the Sabbath after the Jewish manner, not in the way they relax, not in their eating, not in finding delight and in dancing and clapping, which have which makes no sense. God gave the Jews the Torah as punishment for their exceptional wickedness. Every single thing Jesus taught came out of the Torah. He didn't come to do away with it. He came to make it alive. Now, these are church leaders. He goes on to say, we too would observe your Sabbath and your festivals if we were not aware of the reason why God imposed them upon you, mainly because your wickedness and your hard hearts. Now, he says, God imposed the holidays on you because he hates you. And yet we see Jesus keeping Passover. We see Jesus celebrating Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, Sukkot. We see the the disciples there on the day of Pentecost, Shavuot. These church leaders were teaching false doctrine and blinding the eyes of those who were following Jesus. The Roman Emperor Constantine, who they say converted to Christianity, but that's not true. He said, let us have nothing to do with the detestable Jewish babble. Up until 325 years after the resurrection of Jesus, there was no Bible. The oldest copy of the New Testament in the world was written 350 years after the time of Jesus. Peter didn't write it down. Paul didn't write it down. Matthew didn't write it down. Mark didn't write it down. They passed it on verbally. It wasn't until the Council of Nicaea, when the Roman Emperor Constantine, he said, I declare that all of the Roman Empire from Egypt all the way around through Europe to England, I declare you're all Christians. We are a Christian empire. At the time of Constantine and the Council of Nicaea, 99% of the people in the Roman Empire had never heard of Jesus. It's not like today where you can turn the radio on, turn a television on, and you hear the word of God. And so as they begin to declare that all the Roman Empire is going to follow Christianity, we have to determine what the doctrine of Christianity is going to be. Now, they had the Old Testament, which basically has not changed since God gave it to Moses coming out of Egypt. But the New Testament, they got together and they said, okay, we're not leaving until we decide what the doctrine of the New Testament is going to be. But everything I read out of the New Testament 
I compare with the Old Testament because it's not a New Testament, it's a fresh testament. It wasn't for years, even after they began to print it up, that they said, well, let's call that the Old Testament. Let's call this the New Testament. It was a continual covenant. Jesus didn't come to do away with that. He came to make it alive so we would know it's not the Logos, but it's the Rhema. Where did this doctrine of anti-Semitism come from? They began to craft the teachings of these leaders and tell the church that these doctrines that God replaced the Jews, that were the new Israel, that's what the Word of God says. What you've got to understand is nobody had the Word of God in their hands. These church leaders, for 325 years, all the church world went by the Didache and the Apostles' Creed. And in that, there was nothing ever mentioned about the Jews being involved with killing Jesus. Most of the Roman Empire were pagans. One of the Ten Commandments is remember the Sabbath and keep it holy. Let's change some things and make a church doctrine. There's a pastor in town here, and he's a great pastor. He's a great man. The Sabbath is Sunday. I don't want to hear no more about it. End of story. Great. Prove it. See, that's like that's like 1,700 years ago. The Sabbath is Sunday, not Saturday. Now, we meet on Sunday. The rabbi told me, don't stop meeting on Sunday. You, your job is to teach the Gentiles. But at our house, come Friday night, we light the Shabbat candles. We welcome the blessing of God in for you and your family. And we, we remember the Sabbath and keep it. But they begin to change some things. We're going to turn people away from Israel, away from Jerusalem, and have Rome be the center of Christianity. Well, I love Rome. I love Catholics. I love the Pope. I love everybody. But that's not the center of my Christianity. The center of my Christianity is where my Messiah came from and where he's going back to. And that's Jerusalem. Amen. They purposely, in studying the Bible, whenever they were translating the teachings of God from, from Hebrew to Greek, whenever you had a Hebrew word that ended with A or ended with A-H, they would always add an S. Yeshua in Greek is Yeshuas. So the Hebrew word for father is Abba. In Greek, it's Abbas. What does the Hebrew word bar mean? Son of. Yeshua bar David. Jesus, the son of David. Thank you for listening to today's podcast on Standing with Israel with Pastor Larry Huck. Learn more about Larry Huck Ministries, the Hebrew roots of the Christian faith, and how to give a gift today to support and bless the Jewish people at lhmpodcast.org. That's lhmpodcast.org. Or call 1-800-204-6545. That's 1-800-204-6545. Your prayers and generous support are making a difference and helping us to repair a broken world. Join us next week for another Standing with Israel podcast with Pastor Larry Huck.